What's up, guys? It's Little D from FMF. When I'm not mixing gas and hauling ass, I'm listening to Big MX Radio. Hey, guys, what's up? This is Andy Frisella here. You're listening to Big MX Radio. But when you're done with this episode, come check out the MFCEO project, mfceo.com. I got all your motivation. I've got everything you need to know about running your brand. I've got everything you need to know about getting shit done, and we can do it together. can't expect that everyone is as passionate about racing as we are. We can't expect that everyone is able to hear the silent call of the sea at 5am. Not everyone possesses the ability to smell the difference between rich and lean. nor the ear to differentiate the bark of two cylinders from four. It would not be fair of us to assume that the world understands the yearning and overwhelming compulsion that we have to push through pain, angst, frustration and failure. Some people might not understand the desire to test physical limits, conquer fear, or to tangle with the forces of gravity and physics. But we don't make product for them. to the future but embrace our past we study we analyze we race on Sunday so we can innovate on Monday we exercise trial and error religiously through our commitment to the pursuit of perfection. We learn. How to make products for the people that are capable of dedicating everything to sport. Whether there is a championship involved or not. Alpine stars, one goal, one vision.
from Grundle. Kingsley turns that five sideways. Brian the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallo Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Bread, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Hey, what's up, guys? Just a quick message before we get this podcast rolling with Bruce Cook. I want you guys to, and if if the uh, schedule allows, head on over to NitroCircus.com. Check Tour at the top and um, let yourself be aware of the next level the next level tour dates that are coming up. This thing kicks off April 28th, so only about a month from now, uh, or I guess maybe about seven weeks from now, um, it'll be heading into uh, Edinburgh, Texas. Uh, that the first of the H H E B, the Heb Park, H E B Park Stadium at uh, in in Edinburgh, Texas, the the 28th, and there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 13 dates altogether, lucky 13 dates on this tour, super excited about it, and it drops on the 28th of April, moving into April 12th, they're going to be in St. George, Utah, moving a little bit further uh, north, they go to uh, Reno, Nevada, and they go all the way to Canada, uh, Kelowna, BC, Leftbridge, uh, British or Leftbridge, Alberta, on the twenty seventh of May. Eugene, Oregon, on June first, and it's going to continue. So please check out this tour. I really hope that you guys enjoy it. I hope that you're able to take the stuff in. I've had the pleasure of going to two different Nitro Circus Tour events and absolutely loved it. Um, the high flying action. Uh, it's one thing to see these guys do what they do in videos and on YouTube and on your phone screen, but it's another thing to see them in front of your eyes doing this, uh, doing these tricks that are absolutely unworldly. You're going to see guys like uh, Greg. Guys like Bruce Cook, guys like Jared McNeil, guys like Blake Bilko Williams, guys that are absolutely insane and they do this this stuff on a regular basis. Uh, It's just part of their daily routine to go upside down on a motorcycle. So please check it out. NitroCircus.com, Next Level Tour. Check it out. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Fly Racing and FMF. With us on the line, we've got Nitro Circus superstar goes by the name of Bruce Cook. Bruce, how's it going? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? Hey, not doing too bad. Always a pleasure to talk to a, f- a fellow Canuck on the uh, the, the podcast. Uh, pleasure to have you on, my friend. A little bit of CanCon for the, uh, the the radio fans. Yeah, stoked to, stoked to be on. Hey, thanks you. Thank you for taking my call, and I really appreciate it. I, I also appreciate you uh, getting on a plane not once, not twice, not thrice, but probably four different times to uh, to perform at the uh, the Winnipeg uh, Nitro Circus Show only one year ago. Well, what a lot of people don't know is I was actually RVing um, that portion of the tour, That's and right. uh, so I actually ended up. We had a Calgary show. I think uh, a couple days later, so 
um, actually ended up driving from, well, out to Winnipeg from Kelowna and then back to Calgary, back to Winnipeg and then back to Kelowna. So, um, while everyone else was flying, I was driving beneath them and, uh, yeah, I forget how many thousands of kilometers it was, but it was, it made for a, a really long week. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, that's uh, Kelowna to here, twenty hours back to Calgary. That's another twelve. You're at thirty-two back to back to Winnipeg. You're you're in, in upwards of forty, and then uh, back to Kelowna is another twenty. You, you put on probably almost a hundred hours, or if not close to eighty hours. Yeah. Uh, in the at uh, the probably most likely the captain seat of of your RV. Uh, in, yeah. Yeah. Wow. This, that, that's uh, that's going over and above. Not to mention also going upside down on your motorcycle twice. Yeah, but we got the show done, so that's yes, uh, definitely a bonus. If we did all that and then didn't get the show off, I would uh, not be very happy, camper. <laughs> no kidding. Now, how how long have you been uh, performing with Nitro Circus? Uh, this 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 kind of this story um, kind of um, goes over. You, you, not only your injury, but uh, you're, you're kind of coming back to the, the, to the sport. Um, tell, tell me a little bit about that. Turn the clocks back for me. Yeah, well, actually, I've been hanging out with the Nitro crew for quite a while, probably 2008 or so. Um, and my first actual live Nitro Circus show was the one where I was set to attempt the uh, first double front flip. And, uh, yeah, obviously crashed doing that, and that's... Right. Uh, that's the the accident that resulted in me breaking my back. So that was actually the first um, full-on Nitro Circus show that I did. And um, that was January 3rd, 2014. And then um, took me nine months to get back on the bike and ended up landing my first backflip a month after that, so 10 months after injury. Wow. And uh, then it was, you know, my goal was, ultimate goal was to get back in front of a crowd at least once. And, uh, that was the following year I did that in Toronto, which is an hour down the road from Hamilton where the accident happened. And, uh, yeah, I was kind of, like I said, I, I wanted to do the one show, but, uh, the, the feedback and everything, you know, was just so overwhelming that, uh, basically signed on for that whole tour and, and been going steady ever since. So the last, I guess, two or two and a half years, um, touring you know on the, on the modified bike so it's it's been pretty crazy four years <laughs> no kidding yeah i had no idea that it was your first nitro event where uh, or like yeah the first event where you actually got injured uh, attempting a trick that i don't believe has been landed by anybody um it's like and for good reason it's ridiculous to be honest uh it's a wild trick um but uh, how confident were you going into that like had you had it down to like a resi, a resi landing uh had you landed them pr- prior or or what like and obviously you did a ton of work into a foam pit uh what what was the the progression like of that trick like prior to your injury um yeah so it was, it was mostly just foam pit um and that's a lot of the reasons these airbags and everything have been invented because of that um but yeah they were really weren't around now they've got foam pit and then you go to the the big um airbag that sits flat and then now there's actually ones that are um varying thicknesses from four to six feet uh thick that go onto a landing so you can kind of progress but for me it was just using the foam pit and you know stacking up the foam and uh, holding a rope basically where the knuckle is to try and get an idea where the where you have to rotate and um yeah i was confident i mean it's it's such a gnarly trick and once you take off 
Uh, it's basically just holding on. And so your rotations, um, basically all the work's done once you leave the lift and it's just holding on and trying to open up at the right time. So right. I'd got it pretty dialed into the foam pit, but it's always different, uh, when you take it to a landing, um, there's always different things. And when no one's done it before, you just don't know. So right. it's basically just doing tons of them into the foam pit, watching footage, making sure my tires are coming down at the right time and then, uh, going for it. And, um, one actually has been landed since that was, uh, Duffy at the, the nitro world games, but it was on a lot taller, steeper landing. So that's uh, obviously they learned from my mistakes. <laughs> you should yeah. hope. Hey. And, uh, he pulled that off. The guinea pig. Yeah, exactly. And that's how progression happens. And, and with, yeah, things that are this extreme, uh, you know, extreme injuries can come with it. So, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, I was, I was pretty, pretty confident going in and, um, just watching the video from the crash, a few things did go wrong. Uh, the takeoff ramp, it, it's a super kicker with the contraption welded on top. And it's just such a massive impact that it actually, with the concrete we had on it and the weights, it still did pick up the bottom of the ramp, which, uh, basically absorbs some of the, yeah, slows uh, the your impact right down. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I lifted it up probably six or eight inches, which uh, probably would have given me the rest of the rotation. But uh, you know, that's all. That's all hearsay. And mm-hmm. what's done is done. But uh, like I said, yeah, I can learn from my mistakes. And they they got those new ramps and steeper landings and everything. And that's actually the ramps that uh, we're going to be touring with on this next level tour. Uh, they're a lot bigger, steeper, and ultimately safer um, um, ramps. Right, like one of the things that they uh, kind of pointed out is that the yeah these new ramps are going to be sending you higher um, and probably a little bit more hang time. But uh, in a lot of ways, like as, if I'm like I kind of uh, equate this to my days uh, competing in freestyle skiing, like you want to have a nice big, like basically a big booter that just launches you up. You got lots of hang time. Your your air sense is probably at an all time high in those situations. It's just different for you guys to be hitting a, a ramp like that, which is just like it's just different from your regular uh 45 75 footer yeah exactly um and for that 75 foot the ramps are basically roughly about 20 feet long and eight feet tall and then that's a 75 foot gap and uh these new takeoff ramps are 16 feet tall and still only about 20 feet long so it's a it's an insane ramp especially in person uh pictures and video just don't do justice to these things and then the, the lander is about 20 i think it's about 23 or four feet tall and so much steeper than a normal one and then you know hitting heights of you know upwards of 50 feet so uh this whole spring tour is going to be outdoors and a lot of the reason for that is because some of the smaller towns arenas um you know the rafters are sit at about 30 or 40 feet so there's no way you could even fit these ramps inside the the buildings and uh, the airtime you get is just you know sometimes twice as high as the rafters are so uh, we're outdoors and sky's the limit and um yeah we haven't toured with these ramps yet they're just the uh, ramps that have been used at at uh, Travis Estrada's house and whatnot so it's, I'm as excited as anyone to see this tour <laughs> 
No kidding. You get a front row seat for all of this stuff, obviously being a uh, on the floor and also uh, having doing doing your backflip. Um, like when, when you do your backflip um, and, and like there's usually a video that comes along with it and there's it's it's pr- pretty intense moment for, for that you kind of share with the uh, with the fans. Um, what kind of feedback do you get from some of the fans, whether that be like an insp- inspirational message or some of just like a really heartfelt thing? Because I feel like there's a lot of people who get to know you in a, in a very short period of time. Yeah, yeah, like you said, there's a, a video. It's probably a few minutes um, that just kind of it shows the crash and um, you know a bit of how I modified the bike and whatnot, kind of a bit of the comeback story, and then do my flip and, and whatnot. And um, yeah, like you mentioned, it's the just the messages I get from people afterwards are honestly what helps keep me going and. Uh, like I mentioned before, the I thought I was going to do the one show, but the feedback from that is a huge part of, of what's kept me going and, and touring and everything because it's, you know, whether it's uh, a message that it helped someone through a rough time or maybe pushed them to try a little harder or come back after an in, uh, injury or, you know, just uh, put a smile on their face. However, it's it's cool and you never really get sick of those messages and some of them are pretty heavy and uh, it's, yeah, it's cool to be in a position to, um, you know, basically have that impact on someone. Hey, everyone. Let's take a break and listen to some commercials quickly. Then we'll be right back to the podcast. Thanks for listening. FlyRacing.com is the home of quality and innovation. The design team at Fly tirelessly rebuild and retool premium lines like the Evolution 2.0 and Light Hydrogen with features like zipper lock to prevent closure failures and EVO's BOA technology, which ensures the perfect fit. Complete your protective gear combo head-to-toe with Fly Racing F2 Carbon MIPS Retrospect and Fly's entry into the premium boot segment with their sector. All products and colorways are available at FlyRacing.com. In motorsports, the action pulls us in, and often we never get close enough to the exhilaration and athletes that amaze us. Although trackside seats are available, nothing gets you closer to motocross and supercross action than the collective experience. Dave Drakes has created an exclusive opportunity to get you closer to the sport you love so much. If you want an all-access experience with Adam or Tyler Edicknap, Henry Miller, John Ames, or even the cat, AJ Catanzaro, you need to check out the collective experience today. TheCollectiveXP.com, as well as TheCollectiveEX on Instagram, is where you can find the collective experience. Do so immediately. The collective experience. Nobody gets you closer. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well... You better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. 
What's up, guys? It's Bruce Cook here with Nitro Circus. We're coming to Kelowna, BC, May 25th for the Next Level Tour, and I'm so stoked to see you there. The most action-packed event on the planet is back, bigger and crazier than ever before, with the largest ramps you've ever seen. Nitro Circus, the global youth entertainment phenomenon, returns to North America this year with the epic Next Level Tour. This spectacular brand new production, an all-moto adrenaline rush, will have death-defying tricks, jaw-dropping world's firsts, and absurd stunts. It all adds up to a thrilling show simply too big to fit indoors. The Next Level Tour launches mid-May, just in time for summer, and will visit over 10 cities across the continent through June. Brainchild of Travis Pastrana, global superstar, action sports icon, and Nitro Circus ringleader, the Next Level Tour features the best athletes in action sports taking on the biggest ramps in the world. The Nitro Circus design team has put it all on the line with this show, doubling down on the risk factor. The FMX Next Level Takeoff Ramp alone, a towering 15 feet above the show floor, a whopping 5 feet taller than any ramp toured before, will launch riders more than 60 feet into the sky. The landing ramp also looms large, standing 23 feet in height. The Nitro Circus Next Level Tour will include several athletes, including Bruce Cook, Jared McNeil, Jared Duffy, Blake, Bilko Williams, and many more. For more information, visit nitrocircus.com. Hey, Big MX listeners, just wanted to take a moment to uh, let you guys know about Viral Brand and Viral Brand Goggles. Uh, Viral Brand Goggles are a relatively new company, and we've been working with them for about a year now, and uh, they've got some really cool things going on, which include uh, not only when you buy a pair of goggles, you will not only get a goggle bag, which of course you get with most goggle bags, but uh, with most goggles rather, but uh, you'll also get tear-offs, you get a 10-pack of tear-offs, and you also get an extra clear lens to go along with your mirrored lens and uh, the tinted lens that the goggles come with. Uh, so it's kind of a more, of a more of a package than it is just a set of goggles, which if you're going to buy goggles, you're going to need an extra lens, you're going to need tear-offs. So they take care of all that stuff for you, and uh, $74.99 US is uh, an easy asking price. They've also got a 30-day money-back guarantee. If uh, their best fit challenge, if your goggles don't fit your helmet within the first 30 days, get them back to viral, for uh, and, and they'll take care of you, no questions asked. Um, so check out the theviralbrand.com today and uh, and and see what the kind of products and the uh, the accessories that they've got. I love the goggles myself and uh, can't wait to see you guys enjoying them as well. Take care. Absolutely, I, th- I think that it, it gives people um, it gives people hope. It gives people perseverance. It, it and it's uh, you're a living example of, of someone who's gonna um, not going cool. to let anything hold you back, including an injury like this. I literally talked to uh, Ernesto Fonseca. Um, just, just like two days ago, and it's funny that uh, it have two, two guys that uh, um, with an injury like yours are on the same week. But the reality is, is that he's still competing on a modified, yeah, chair. What's the proper word for it? Like a a recumbent bicycle? Yeah, modified. Yeah, <clears throat> um, basically. He's still racing. He still has that competitive drive. I believe so. And, yeah. and his injury, I believe, is probably a little, maybe a little bit more severe than yours. I think he has, like, he's a little bit higher up the back than than you are. But yeah, um, like, his, obviously, you're both complete injuries. But uh, the reality is, you guys both uh, basically um, have 
looked at this injury and said, uh, there, there's still more work to be done here. I can still be an athlete. I can still uh, entertain people, and I, and I can uh, bring an inspiring uh, performance to people that uh, if that makes them do whatever it happens to be, whether it, it be uh, racing a motocross bike, doing doing a backflip of, the, of their own, or even some other things where people are like, yeah, I'm totally. going to go and school. Yeah, like I'm going to go like, conquer I got a that thing from that a kid. I've been, he was in uh, middle school. Just not and, doing. That, you know, he, he loved bowling, and I don't think you get any more opposites freestyle motocross to bowling, but he saw it and it just inspired, you know, he kind of got made fun of at school for it, which I think is ridiculous, but, um, he went back to bowling and then ended up, uh, winning his, you know, whatever it is, his regional tournament or something. And I was just so stoked to see that. Cause it's like I said, something that's totally different, but because, um, he saw that and whatever he got from it, inspired him to to get back to bowling and doing what he's passionate about and um you know it, it ended up paying off and um as far as the the moto guys and ernesto it's like i think it's just we're so used to coming back from stuff anyone in motocross is um most likely broken bones and and it's just you know getting back on the horse when you get bucked off and I think uh i can speak for most extreme sports athletes when they always say you know first question how fast can i get back to it um, to the doctor so it's a little more extreme but it's kind of the same thing it's just uh it's what we love and what we're passionate about and um you know if i can inspire or motivate someone to to you know do whatever or get back to what they love um it actually turns around and inspires and motivates me back so it's kind of a it's a pretty cool give and take For sure, it's like, it's exactly. like a, a circle of, of going motivation. Like, yeah, so like cool you, you motivated me. You're like, no way, that motivates me to motivate more people. For sure. Um, uh, as far as uh, the, the the tour coming up, obviously it gets going in mid May, and uh, yeah, there's, and uh, there's, there's definitely a few uh, in, across in Canada, uh, and those North, actually there's America, there's more this year than there was last well. year because they realized that. Canadian fans are awesome, and the, the um, yeah the turnout was unreal, and uh, yeah I was just stoked to see that. So there's a bunch of stops, yes. uh, probably about equal amount in in the U.S. and Canada. So I'm stoked on that. Yeah, there'll be some. I'll do Absolutely. kind of the closer Definitely. one. Um, are, are last you year, put on, on thirty-two thousand kilometers in uh, about four months. So, <laughs> definitely got uh, some miles under the belt. So, I'll, I'll do you know the ones that are closer around. A lot of the Canadian ones, and some of the ones that are uh, kind of Pacific Northwest and whatnot in the states, and um, fly to some, and yeah, just mix it up a bit. That's awesome, and uh, absolutely, I'm glad that you guys are coming back, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, Winnipeg is on the on the left on the next level tour. Um, I've, I I gotta ask, did you at all uh, attend the the first round of the Rockstar Triple Crown series? Uh, of course, we're talking about uh, the the yeah the Metro Circus tour here, hoping but, uh, to make it brand down, new but it overlapped with another uh, thing, and, and uh, I don't believe well, it's too far away from where we're in town. Um, I was planning on going down, but. Uh, overlapped with yeah, another event in town and my mom's birthday. So 
you know, that's a, uh, that's a big one. So kind of got to prioritize, but I heard it went awesome. And, um, yeah, I mean, the more, the more things like that, uh, especially in Canada, the better. Um, I'm always stoked to see, um, you know, tours like that and, and good attendance and, um, yeah, the, anything we can do with the moto scene, the better. For sure. Like, have you uh, have you even thought of yeah, maybe I mean, a, uh, um, reaching out we, to any of those guys to, to have a, uh, times, a ramp um, set up? Well, the guy used to ride with Chris Rawazic set up in, uh, at the Chilliwack one before and uh, done a few shows there. And, um, yeah, I know after – I've just been so crazy right. busy with Nitro. Uh, there hasn't really been opportunity to do something else. But, you know, now with the getting a little bit more time, especially when it slows down a bit, um, yeah, I'd be stoked to just have to bring in a super kicker and – um, have the right landing, and yeah, it'd be it'd be something I'd be stoked to do. Absolutely, get some some Canadian moto. Uh, just like just yeah. resonating throughout the yeah. place. I think that's maybe like a wrinkle that they could possibly add, as long as they don't have the same <laughs> soil to conditions as they had at Abbotsford. Uh, that I don't, I'm not too sure if you yeah, how, how good you are in the mud. I saw a bunch of pictures uh, in your current um, state. Not but, often in uh, arena cross. Uh, yeah, you see guys with bit, uh, four or five up. inches of mud on their front plates, but uh, I guess it. Um, I don't. Know, I guess yeah. <laughs> the. Uh, I guess that separates the yeah. the talent, I guess. <laughs> it just melted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. I, it's so much so that I don't think first place saw second place or vice versa most of the evening. Uh, and if they did, it was probably coming around to lap them. Uh, yeah, I had every American uh, or non-Canadian person that, in my phone texting me saying, how yep, do you have exactly. a, a mud race in... Uh, uh, in the stadium, and I, I just, I just replied back, melting. It's melting. Yeah, is, uh, but yeah, I think those guys will figure that out for next year. But uh, um, how do you get approached for the, for doing the next level tour? Is it is it kind of like a? a do you have to apply um, for it as an athlete? Do you, solid, does Nitro uh, say, "Hey, we're coming up kind of always a, use a tour. Do you want of, to be a part um, of it?" How's that all come? The A team, you'd call it, that's been around for a long time and uh, knows kind of the show formats inside and out. And then for different things, they'll bring in different guys yeah. for, you know, certain tricks or whatever, um, different shows, sometimes use different things. Uh, you know, one of the shows we had a, a snowmobile guy try to do a fr- front flip. So he was brought, brought in specifically for that. And um, I mean, it's, it's a pretty small group that's at that level. So any athletes, um, you know, that are on tour can kind of recommend other guys to, to bring on and, we always try and bring in a local guy, um, which is, you know, super cool for them and the, the crowd to see, but yeah, pretty much it's nitro, um, basically knows who's out there and, and approaches them, um, you know, when, when the time is right, basically. And if they need that extra trick or extra rider or whatever, but for the most part, you got a pretty solid, uh, crew that travels around together. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. I had to feel bad for uh, Josh Penner, the local guy that was going to get the call up. Uh, he shows up. Bike's looking good. He's looking good. He's been doing backflips, variations of backflips. Um, there's the the weather delay. 
packs up his stuff back to uh to, to uh, from the small town where he lives and then uh I think the very next day gets a big gust of wind and I think Yeah, yeah. That was exactly a huge bummer. We were all, all injuries, super bummed but, for uh, him. He was in the hospital um, for, uh, for a little bit of time. That was a, that day was a or moment. two days before the show, well the when the show would try again and uh yeah, he was he was hoping to do it, but um yeah, I think it was his ankle or something that ultimately um was the deciding factor that he couldn't do it. Yes. I did think it was his ankle or his wrist or something like that was broken and just couldn't, couldn't pull it off. And yeah, it's always such a bummer to see, especially when you get the opportunity and then, um, you know, have to pull the pin. That's not an easy decision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. No kidding. I don't even think he was out of the hospital by the time you guys had, had come back and you were back on the road back to Kelowna. But uh, like that, maybe maybe if he's fully uh, fully healed, I think he is. We get a uh, get him back out there this week or this this summer and uh, be part of the gang because uh, between the, the between yourself, Jared McNeil, uh, Greg Duff, Bill yeah, Rowe, like these are the heavy this hitters. Is, and this to is be the tour. Uh, part of that list, you know, even it's, if it's, it's what you work towards, and, and, and you know, this is what you dream of, kind of growing up and whatnot is being on a tour like this and like you said with all the the big names and it's um yeah it's pretty cool and if you can get like you said if you get that opportunity even once then it's a nice thing to you know just have have as a memory um if nothing else but it's uh, pretty pretty cool to throw on the resume too For sure, and I assume this is probably something you're going to keep up uh, for for a good amount yeah, of time. Yeah, for sure. To yeah, come. definitely Obviously, this year uh, every time uh, with the, the dirt bike and doing the flip. Calling. But uh, I've got a few other uh, things Cook in mind. Likely answer that Wouldn't call. mind trying my hand at. Uh, they got some modified downhill mountain bikes that have you know three or four wheels, and they're pretty cool machines. So yeah, wouldn't mind hopping in one of those and seeing what I can do. And um, yeah, really okay. Trying new things always keeps it exciting. I'm in Kelowna. Absolutely, you're 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 a guy who clearly in an area yeah. where you can do a ton of that. Where, whereabouts are you located in BC? Oh, you're in you're, yeah, of course, Kelowna. Wow. Uh, so what? Yeah. What's, uh, yeah, what are I mean, some of the hot trails the closest to moto, you? And you I, the, I imagine um, you're probably an avid, track, which is avid cyclist. Always a good time. Your... I always uh, go out there and rip and have a few times since with the modified bike and. Um, as far as mountain biking, you got Silver Star and, and Big White now this year is going to have a pretty sweet looking downhill okay. track. And um, then, yeah, there's just littered with, uh, you know, natural trails all over the place. Bear Creek's got a bunch of moto and mountain bike and, um, yeah, a bunch of 4 by 4 trails and get out in the Razor a bunch. So it's it kind of, yeah, there's definitely the place to be for someone like me that enjoys being outside as much as possible and um, taking advantage of all the trails, whatever I'm on or in or <laughs> whatever machine I'm using. No doubt. Uh, I know that there's uh, like uh, other athletes that have sustained an injury like that. They get into side by sides or some uh, like, uh, so, like some adaptive stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah, I know I uh, Jesse Nelson's just uh, starting uh, like that. Is that something you've uh, there, did a race well? just outside of Minneapolis and 
uh, ended up winning that one. So that was cool. And yeah, hoping to do some more of that. It, it always seems to overlap with nitro, but, uh, I took that show off That's actually cool. do that race and nice. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's something you can hop in with just some pretty simple hand controls and, you know, run with the top guys. So it's, uh, yeah, definitely looking to do some more of that. It's I have a blast doing that. No kidding. It's like getting uh, uh, getting another opportunity to uh, to bang bars. Um, obviously, and this is one of the last questions I'm going to ask you, my friend. Uh, being a part of Nitro Circus uh, means that there's somebody that, that there's there's a guy that's going to be in your life that very few motocross fans can ever get enough of, and that's being close to uh, Travis Pastrana. Like, like what, what's what's it like getting to know that guy? What's it like getting inside his head a little bit and uh, just interacting with a guy who uh, has basically, yeah, as far as two wheels gone, cool. uh, provided always, you know, someone I've uh, looked up to and, um, you know, have similar, last, God, <laughs> I guess our, our brains work in similar ways, uh, just with kind of thinking outside the box and always thinking about progression and, trying new things and coming up with new ramps and wondering, you know, if things are possible. So to just be around that type of person and that type of energy, I mean, he's insane. He's always going, um, you know, what you see on TV is how he is. He's always got a smile on his face and tons of energy. And that's that in itself is just, uh, you know, motivating and inspiring to be around. And um, yeah, he's just constantly, pushing everyone and uh, you know there for support uh also as much as anything just with their ideas and and building these new ramps and whatnot and um yeah it's just such a huge part of how the sport has progressed and continues to progress this tour being a perfect example with these new ramps it's all all started in his backyard so it's um yeah he's the person that like you said has, has shaped a lot of what the sport is and even you know, had a huge part in supercross and motocross and, uh, yeah, pretty legendary person to be able to tour with and spend time around for sure. Absolutely, the guy is an absolute legend, and uh, we're we're happy to see that he's he's still mostly in one piece and can do his thing. I, I I suspect that there's probably, although he currently has a broken wrist, probably a few other nagging injuries yeah, that yeah, keep him from being the Travis that he once maybe and, uh, was. But, uh, but nevertheless, he's still young really at heart, cool and um, you know, still gets out there and, and throws down with everyone. So super cool to see, and and the fans definitely always love it. No doubt. So, uh, Bruce, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Hey, I really, no worries, man. I really uh, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you taking some time to, to chat with us tonight, a little bit longer than I expected, but the stories were just so good. I'm always, uh, uh, the, yeah, the always stories were just chat. so good, and I, I feel like we could probably have you on again during the tour, and it wouldn't be out of place either. I think honestly, we should probably like the the best opportunity would be the weekend after May eighteenth, which of course is going to be uh, uh, leading into uh, yeah, your I'm home really town Nitro Circus year, Tour. That's um, a tour date at uh, Apple Bowl Stadium. That's pretty cool. Pretty close, uh, two or three hours away, but there's nothing like an actual hometown show. So this will be the first one that we've done, and definitely looking forward to that one. So it's yeah, I got a ton of friends and family coming out, and yeah. Super stoked. 
No doubt. It all, it all gets kicked off in Texas. Uh, Edinburgh, Texas uh, is the first date, April 28th. You can get tickets now. Uh, and also a month after that in Kelowna, B.C., the first Canadian date. They're also hitting uh, Leftbridge. Go back to Eugene, Oregon, then uh, Moncton, New Brunswick. I assume awesome, you'll be dry- flying to that to, one. Uh, uh, and a up. ton more dates. I'm excited about this and uh, can't wait to come to see you do your thing, man. Sounds good, buddy. Awesome. Well, you have a great rest of your day. Don't hang up just yet, but for podcast's sake, we're going to cut it off right there.